0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. You know, everybody's been saying, hey, have you tested negative or have you tested positive? But all this junk, I got a sermon I think you're going to enjoy. And it's entitled, I've Tested Positive for Faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. Has your faith been tested lately? Well, it's time for you to pass the test. This sermon is going to show you how, and it's going to be a blessing. Because I'm going to tell you something about faith. Faith is always positive. Faith will get you what you need, and faith will also please God. And that's what it's all about. So call a friend, tell him to turn that television on, and watch this today. I like the title of it. I have tested positive for faith. And let me tell you something. It works every time. Watch. I don't care what's happening in the world. Greater is he was in you than he was in the world. And I don't... And not only will I give you some hope today, I'm going to give you some faith today. Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what it's all about. 2 Timothy chapter 1. I want to start reading with verse 1. I like the old King James Version. It says this, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, notice how it's done, by the will of God, according to the promise of life, the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus. People say, brother Jesse, how can you be happy in the midst of all this stuff? I have the promise of life. And the Bible said, choose life. He said, I put before you life and death. Choose life that you and your seed may live, not just survive, but live. I want to tell all the restaurant waiters and waitresses, I am praying for you daily. So these, these, listen, man, my wife don't cook. We need these restaurants. Open up. Praise God. I'm sorry, Kathy. I couldn't help myself. She says she's been delivered from the bondage. So (laughs) I need you. Praise the Lord. And God is so good and great, but she is doing some cooking. So we're having a wonderful time around the dinner table and God is so good and gracious. Notice the promise of life. That doesn't mean trouble don't come, but who cares? We read the end of the book, we win. And that's what it's all about. So notice that here, and I want to go down to verse Uh, 8. You're going to be blessed with this. No, excuse me, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear. Now, what I preached last week was that what's behind the coronavirus is this image called fear. Now, God hadn't given us a spirit of fear, so why should I want it? Why should I have it if he didn't give it to me? See... Fear tolerated is faith contaminated. I prefer to have faith than have fear. Title of my sermon, I have tested positive for faith. (laughs) I have literally tested positive for faith. You see what I'm saying? And so was the apostle Paul. He was going through all kinds of trouble. And you know, I heard the president and I heard some of the senators say, we've never seen something like this. Well, bless God. We're not moved by what we see. We don't deny what we see. We deny its right to affect us. That's why we're doing this today. You know, I mean, I think about if I wouldn't have live streamed, I could have had a day off. What do you think of that? Praise God. But you know what? There's a job to do. He said that God hath not given us, and that's verse 7, a spirit of fear, but of power. So I want you to start acting like you're powerful. I want you to start saying what you want instead of what you have. And don't be afraid of the, uh, the coronavirus because there's a lot more afraid of you because great as he was in you and everything named has to bow at the name of Jesus. So it's got to bow its ugly me. You see what I'm saying? People say, well, I tried that. Trying don't get nothing done. I didn't try to come and do this today. I am here today. He said, I hadn't given you a spirit of fear. He's telling this to his son. Watch that. But of power and of love. And watch this and of a sound mind. I know some people think, that preacher done lost his crazy mind. No, I have a sound mind because I've been given the mind of Christ. So I've tested positive for faith. Now, the only way I know that is when a sickness tries to attach itself to you. Ladies and gentlemen, you have no idea what it takes. Let me just say financially, okay? What it takes to operate Jesse the ministries in Covenant Church. It takes millions of dollars. Do you understand? Millions and millions and millions of dollars to do that. And it's all done by faith. It's all done by your donations to this ministry. And 100%, many of you know that, 100% of what you give goes in the world of evangelism. We are completely, totally debt-free. We have no concept of debt whatsoever at all. Do you see what I'm saying? And I always told God, I said, Lord, if you just bless me, you gave me a pretty good business mind, I'll just take care of all this myself. He said, "With well, then Jesse, I'd have to take giving out the Bible. He said, the Bible said, as long as the earth remained, there'd be seed time and harvest time. So the best time to sow a seed is when you don't think you should. Yes. Let me say that again. The best time to sow a seed is when you don't think you should. Because, you know, things are kind of tight around here. Whoa, what do you mean by tight? You understand what I mean? No, no. Oh, see, you're looking at something you shouldn't be looking at. You shouldn't deny it. You should deny it's right. See, the first thing I do when Satan tries to hinder me in any way, shape, or form, when he tried to kill me a couple of weeks ago, I mean, I never fall down. I'm not that old to fall down yet. Let me just say that. Glory to God. But I mean, he tried to take me out. But you know what? The next morning, even though my eye was swollen black and all this kind of stuff, got a little TV makeup on it now, I didn't stop me from going to preach. I didn't care what I looked like. I'm not moved by that. I'm moved by what I believe, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to show you that in just a minute. So when the test comes, will you pass the test? Well, how do you do that? But having done, by just simply doing everything God said you could do. So he hadn't given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now, Paul is saying that to, the, uh, to Timothy. I want to keep on reading, and this will bless you. And I love uh, uh, verse ooh, 11. Whereunto I am appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. Now, verse 12 is where I want to get to. He says, for I know in whom I have believed. The reason why I'm here today, the reason why I know that the coronavirus doesn't have power over me or you, if you'll believe, for I know. I quit believing years ago. For I know, I know. I'm not believing, 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 trying to get this thing to work. For I know in whom I have believed. Ladies and gentlemen, he's writing this letter from a prison. There's nobody around him encouraging him. He is in prison. In fact, I wrote this down. This might help you. Prison is the last place from which to expect a letter of encouragement. But that is where Paul's second letter to Timothy originates. He begins by assuring Timothy of his continuing love and prayers and reminds him of his spiritual heritage and responsibilities. Only the one who perseveres, whether as a soldier, athlete, farmer, or minister of Jesus Christ, will reap the reward. Paul warns Timothy that his teaching will come under attack. Why? Because people say, wait a minute, man, you're not living in reality. But Timothy has Paul's example to guide him in God's word to fortify him as he faces growing opposition and growing opportunities in the last day. See, so I made up my mind. I wrote that down. I thought that might help you. See, you you, you never think you'd get a letter from a prison. My God, most people in prison are depressed or discouraged. Some of you kind of feel like that. In your house, my God, I don't know what to do. I told Kathy, I said, you know, they said that we can go get food and come back. Let's get in the truck and drive somewhere. Let's just do something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Lord. And I saw a sign that said, if you sneeze in your car, cover your mouth. <laughs> they ain't worried about it on the interstate. Lord Jesus. I thought, okay, I got that. I mean, I'm going to do whatever God tells me to do. But you see, I made up my mind that in the midst of time, the hardest time, we should preach joy beyond, our, beyond human comprehension because the Bible said everything named has to bow the name of Jesus. Did you rebuke the coronavirus today? There's some people, and I don't mean this to sound rude, there's some people don't have enough faith to get up. So you know what you do? Instead of criticizing them, you add your faith to them. You just begin to speak for them as well as speak for yourself. So I want you to write this down. You must know our savior through faith, through love, and through experience. See, Paul says that, I'm going to read that verse 12 again. For I know in whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Now, what did he commit? He committed his life. He understood Jesus. So let me say it again. You must know our Savior through faith, through love, and through experience. See, I know in whom I have believed. I am persuaded. It don't make no difference what happens. But it makes all the difference with what I believe, see, because I know I can change what I see by the stuff that they can't see because now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Are oh, you seeing that? So we, when you understand that, and I've had that experience, I've said it so many times I've got to say it again. I've had many opportunities to fail. I just don't take any. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I could, uh, you know, just get in the mullet grass How am going to pay for all this? I'm not. He didn't ask me to pay for it. He asked me to believe for it. Oh, somebody write that down. That ought to make you shout. He didn't ask me to pay for it. He asked me to believe for it. So right now, here's the test to believe. And then from believing to knowing and from knowing to receiving. See what I'm saying? For I know in whom I have believed, I'm persuaded. But you see, I have to give him something to keep. I like what Paul said at the end of his life. I mean, they got a guy with an ax in his hand going to cut his head off. Instead of saying, oh, God, this is going to hurt, oh, Jesus. You know, He said, I fought a good fight. I finished my course, and I kept the faith. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesse the Planet's ministries, and Jesse and Kathy the going to keep the faith. I had one man say, suppose you catch the coronavirus and die, then I'll finish this sermon in heaven. But I got a feeling I ain't dying. That's a long way away from that kind of stuff. I'm believing for Jesus to come in the rapture, glory to God. Why not? I mean, you're going to believe something. You might as well believe that. You see? Now, how can you say that? Through experience. I've had the devil do everything he can. I've been shot at three times. They tried to knife me. They tried to electrocute me uh, twice. I've been down in three airplane crashes. Lord Jesus. I mean, you name it. it It's come at me. I've had preachers, because they didn't understand my joy, criticize me. I had ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, HBO, Inside Edition, Good Morning America. I mean, eating my lunch like crazy, but I'm still here. (laughs) Why? Because greater is he was in me and in you than he was in the world. Oh, you understand it. Now, how do you know it's going to work? How do you know it's going to happen? Oh, I know him through faith. I know him through love, and I know him through experience. You see, write this down. We must know him. We must know what he can do. We must know what he has promised. See, just being religious don't mean you know the Lord. See, everybody wants Jesus as Savior, but very few want him as Lord. So you must know him. A lot of people say, I know Jesse the Prince. No, you don't. No, you don't. You know about me. You might have seen me on television. You might have seen me in person. Maybe you've come to one of my meetings. Now, Kathy knows me. Amen. See, my brother-in-law and his wife are here. Uh, Ricky, they know me. You see, I got Ron and Pia back here. They know me. How do you know someone? You fellowship with them. Have you been fellowshiping with the Lord, or, or, you have, or have you been thinking about how bad it's, get, it's getting? Amen. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Right. See, that's how you know people. You go out to dinner, the Taco Bell. <laughs> off oh, this, whatever. I mean, they got people in line. Hey, how you doing? Glory to God. Some people look at me and say, oh, preacher, so glad to see you. I know what they wanted. They wanted to hear a word. So I, and I, I, I have complied with what the governor says and what the president said, but you know what? We are very essential people. I heard the governor of New York say this. If there's any psychologist or any therapist, would you please call us and volunteer? So many people are under such mental stress. You know why? Because they keep hitting. I mean, we had someone else die today. We had this. I mean, the media keeps going. Bang. And I'm not against the media, but God's sake, let me, t- tell me how many people passed it. Tell me how many people recovered. Come on. You got, you got all the lines. You got all the people that are dead, all the ones that got, that been tested by. Tell me the ones, bless God, that went past the coronavirus that said, hey, I fought this thing. You understand? How about Tom and Rita Hank? Hanks, I think their name. They were in Australia when they got it, but they're still here. I like to hear that. You know what I'm saying? I like to hear the good side, not just the bad side. So a preacher like myself, they are wanting us to help people in their lives. Because we have to do it. There's no other choice. That's what God has called him. But, but Jesse, how come you don't get discouraged? Because I know him. I know him in the blessing and I know him in the suffering. I know what he can do. He can do all things through Christ. We can do it. He can do it. And then I know what he promised. Over seven thousand promises in the Bible, ladies and gentlemen. Which one do you need today? Over seven thousand. Which one do you need today? Is it spiritual? Is it physical? Is it financial? Yes. You can have them all. All the promises. All the promises. All the promises of God. Oh, yes and amen, which means so be it. So I just take a promise every day. Glory to God, hallelujah. Why? For I know in whom I have believed. Now, you see, what creates that? Assurance. Confidence. See, assurance is a cheering and a sustaining experience. I I, I lift myself up in the spirit. I preach to myself. I'm assured, assurance is a cheering and sustaining experience. It it enlightens and it is enlightened and inquired in the knowledge of God. How did I get the the assurance? I was enlightened by it, in the knowledge of God, wisdom is the ability to use knowledge. Wisdom is the principal thing. See, you get wisdom, you get understanding, but you don't know that till the tough times come. Anybody can shout and praise God, scream and holler when they got billions in the bank. Let me tell you something about money. I've seen some people die of cancer. that had more money you could shake a stick at. One of the greatest men I think God ever put in shoe leather was Mr. Sam Walton of Walmart. That was a good man. I never met him personally, but you could tell he was a good man. He was just a normal man. Driver's pickup truck to the store. Thank you for shopping Walmart. Come on in, welcome to Walmart. But all the money he had couldn't stop that cancer. You understand what I'm saying? But I know one who can. I know one who can heal the sick and raise the dead and cast out devils. I know one that's greater than anything you can ever imagine. Greater than the coronavirus. And brother, he's more than a scientist. (laughs) He's more than that. He's the king of kings, the rose of sherry, the lily of the valley, the bright morning star. He's everything we said he is. And he's proven it, ladies and gentlemen. Woo. So assurance is a cheering and sustaining experience. It is enlightened and acquired in the knowledge of God. You see, the people said, but Jesse, you just stay happy. Well, I have many opportunities to be sad. I just don't take any, which brings me to this next point. You must have a conviction about living and a conviction about life. Let me say it again. Write it down. You must have a conviction about living and a conviction about life. What is living? Living means you're trusting. Yes. Living means you're trusting. You know what trust is? It's an investment. Yes. You've invested your life in God. That's what Paul said. I don't care if I'm in jail. I don't care if they beat me five times at rods. I don't care if I've been in the deep a night and a day. Can you imagine floating in the ocean a night or in the sea a night and a day? It sure don't look good, does it? Ah, but when you've invested in the trust of God. Yes, yes. You see, that's what living's about. Living means you're trusting. It's an investment into what God said we could do. That's what I do. Now, if I go by what I see, and Paul went by, what see, he said, he's going to drown. Now, watch this. If he don't drown, I'm pretty sure his mind said, there's some sharks out there. I hope they ain't uh, going to be, you're going to get bit. <laughs> there's always something crazy going in your mind. Let me tell you something about thoughts that are not good don't speak them. Why? They will die unborn. They will abort themselves. Listen to me. I've had those kind of thoughts come in my mind. You will not be able to pay your staff. You're going to have to shut down your ministry. I said, no, no, devil, you must be talking about yourself. You can't pay your staff. And your ministry has already been shut down when Jesus crushed your head. You see what I'm saying? For I know in whom I have believed. And then I'm persuaded. Lord Jesus. And when you're persuaded, anybody can change your mind. See, now that's assurance. You must have a conviction about living. What is that? That means living, you're trusting. And then you're investing in that. Then you must have a conviction about life. What does that mean? Life is an opportunity, not a risk. Write that down. Life is an opportunity. And not a risk. My faith is not a risk. My faith is a relief. See, I've tested positive for faith. Ladies and gentlemen, my faith is not a risk. It's a relief. You can see that's why I got joy in my life. And you know what? I'm believing the same exact thing for you. It's not a risk. It's a relief. So how do you get your faith to be a relief? Number one, by knowing in whom you have believed. Knowing your Savior, your Savior, and you do it through love for him, faith with him, and experience about him. That's what that's all about. Because when you understand God's word, you have more than relationship. You have fellowship. What do you mean by that? Hello, Jesus. Hi, Jesse. That's what I'm talking about. See, a lot of people just have what I call a relationship. Are you born again? Yes, I'm saved. Thank you very much. And that's about it. But do you talk to God in conversation, or you just pray to God when you're in trouble? Hmm. See, when you have conversation with God, that's fellowship. Listen, knowing Jesus gives you something called assurance. And that assurance is what cheers you on and sustains you in life. You see, a lot of people say, oh, that guy's cocky and arrogant. No, I'm confident and assured that God's going to do what he says, which gives me joy and peace to overcome anything that comes my way. And when I say anything, I mean anything. You know, we got a prayer request today that I'd like to share with you. It's from a lady named Renee. She says this, I'm so grateful for your powerful prayers. I'm 40 years old and have beaten cancer in the past. The doctor says it's back, but I'm believing God for healing once and for all. Please believe with me that I'm healed. I choose life. Thank you. Now, Renee, that's a powerful word. So we're going to pray for you right now. And anybody else that's having problems with cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, kryptonite arthritis, infect- infectious disease, everything named bows. Listen, bows at the name of Jesus when you know in whom you have believed. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for Renee right now. The doctor say it's back. God, I say it's gone. In the name of Jesus, I bind cancer cells. Cells, you are, Cancer cells are rebellious cells. You get back in line with the word of God has to say and let her immune system just overtake her right now. And Father, I thank you for a great testimony for Renee and everyone else that's believing and standing with me, with her, and now in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Let me tell you something. Those things is kind of a shaken up when somebody says you got cancer. Oh, but let me tell you something. Cancer is beatable and it's been beat by the Lord Jesus Christ. You understand? And I tell you what, a lot of doctors with good medicines have done the exact same thing. I just talked to a lady the day before yesterday. Stage four, gone, gone, gone. It was supposed to be impossible. She was to be dead five months ago. Gone, healthy, eating what she wants. That's what I'm talking about. My God. Renee, you're healed in Jesus' name. And anyone else believing with us. Stay right there. I'll be back in just a moment. Watch this and be blessed. People today are searching for meaning purpose, peace, and authenticity. In a world bombarded by voices and information, Jesse the Planet's ministry is determined to pierce through the noise and proclaim what every heart is yearning for, the good news of Jesus. I'm going to ask you to meet my friend. That's the passion that drives us to trust God and continue to break through into new realms of the impossible. Only then are we able to reach an entire planet one soul at a time, and help them experience the life-changing love of God for themselves. Jesus today would you give me the honor of walking to the throne of God with you Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This message will totally change your life. I've tested positive for faith. So much trouble in the world today. But when your faith is positive, guess what? You're going to receive spiritually, physically, and financially everything you're believing for. I use the word everything, and I mean that. When you test positive for faith, you are success going somewhere to succeed. I hope you can get this today. Do that now. Now available at JDM.org. You know, this is the part of the program I really enjoy. I get to thank all my financial partners who help support this ministry. In 45 years of preaching, we've never had a financial deficit. I say it every time. I'm going to say it again. You know why? I trust you, you trust me, and we both trust God. You know, trust is a wonderful thing. That's what keeps a marriage together. That's what keeps a business together. You trust each other and you do the work. Partners, thank you for being so courteous and kind. You've heard me say it thousands of times over these years. For every dollar you send, we believe God for a soul into the kingdom, and you'll never be a day without prayer. We'll also believe in the 36th and hundred fold and the 1000 time return. Some people don't believe that. That's why they're hurting all the time. When God gives you an answer, don't fight it. You can't have what you preach against. Just accept what God says, even though your physical mind may, may not be able to understand it, but you'll get there because that mind has to be Transformed. Right now, it's conformed to the way the world does things. But when it's transformed, you understand how God does things. Also, for your September partnership, we're offering my message. And it's a wonderful message. I preached it many, many years ago. Hey, that's my harvest. Have you been sowing much and reaping little? People love this teaching. It will bless you. You're going to learn how to reclaim what the devil has stolen from you. How do I get it, Brother Jesse? Go to jdm.org. For all the auditing information, I tell you that sermon has went literally all over the world, and it's it's time for you to receive what you rightfully deserve, because the word of God says it's yours. That's what I'm talking about. Once again, partners, I can't thank you enough for what you do. We have so many big projects going on. You know, there's no slowdown in this ministry. There's no retire in this ministry. Mom, we are moving. You know, I mean, my Lord. I tell you, if secretary at the horse was living, he'd have a hard time staying up with this ministry. Praise God, because we're running constantly all the time. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So thank you, partners, for helping me, and I'm believing in God for a hundredfold. Let's pray it right now, Father. Hundredfold for everyone that believe you, as they sow their seed. Lord, I thank you for them, and I thank you for their harvest. God, your word is so true. I mean, I mean, I just believe this so easily. My my daughter Jody, she said, "Dad, you you believe this to your core. You know why?" I believe in the hundredfold return like I believe in St. John 3, 16, For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. I believe it, you know, because it's God's words. This is the word of God, ladies and gentlemen. And I just base my my my, my whole life on it. And Jesus standing right in the middle. One leg's in the Old Testament, the other leg's in the New Testament. What a blessing of God that is. Thank you for tuning in today. Tell other people about our programs uh, here on television, as well as our social media outlets, all the different things that are happening. And don't miss next week, part two coming. I've tested positive for faith. You just saw part one, now you're going to see part two. And you are going to be positive in all that you set your hand to do. See you next week. God bless. Bye-bye. Do you see yourself as a daughter of a king? Not just a king, but the king. If you could see yourself exactly how he does, would you see your life differently? You, my sister, are the king's daughter. And you were born for such a time as this. Kathy Duplantis' 2021 Glorious A Conference for Women. October 1st and 2nd. Admission is free. Register today at jdm.org. Be filled with the presence of God as you watch Jesse and Kathy's anointed messages of faith. Receive free instant access to these powerful teachings today by downloading the JDM app. You will be able to stream hundreds of sermons on your smart TV, your web browser, and any mobile device. You will also have access to our weekly TV show and much more. Download the JDM app today, available on Google Play, the Apple Store, Roku TV, and more. So sometimes we slip, sometimes we get weak, but I don't preach the weakness. I don't preach the mistake. I preach the answer. Yes, it's recorded. Why? So you never have to do it again. I like preaching answers instead of preaching problems.